0: It's your boy, Danny Nassi, and welcome to the Danny Nassi Podcast. I'm so happy you guys took the time to tune in. I got to tell you guys, I'm feeling really sore right now because for the last like couple weeks, like four or five days a week, I'm getting on this uh, Peloton bike, and it's like life-changing experience, but it's also fucking me up because I'm like mad sore every single day. But... Just to give you guys an idea of what we're looking at right now, I walked into Jambox Entertainment Studio today, and sorry for the delay, I know I haven't uh, recorded something in a while, but I walked in today, and as soon as I walked in, I immediately looked to the right, and I see my man Lee, the owner and founder and the OG of all OGs at Jambox Entertainment Studio, not only wearing a nasty team t-shirt, but also a hat, and just double doing it. He took my energy from like a 1 out of a 10 when I was already at a 10, up to about out of 30. So I always appreciate when I get to walk in, hear his beautiful deep voice, looking and representing the nasty team brand. And then on top of it all, you guys have been DMing me a lot. And one of the requests I get more so than others is uh, people always ask me, can you interview one of your team members? So I said, fuck it, let's do it. And today I have a very special guest. I bought one of my team members here, Miss Alana, AKA Youngblood Normile. She's a fucking beast. And uh, Alana, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: How are you doing today? I'm good. You know, I'm really happy that we're finally sitting down and doing this because there's a a bunch of things that I want to go over today. Yeah. Um, You know, what it's like, you know, being your age and, you know, diving into this game and being an entrepreneur and uh, really getting an understanding of what it takes to be an independent contractor. And I think more than anything, it's more mental and emotional and and all this shit that you have to go through to, like, keep a steady mind, you know. But we'll get into all that. Just remind me in case I, like, get off. track. Okay. Uh, So where are you from originally?
1: So I grew up in Connecticut, Um, I live there with my family, Um, pretty normal suburban life there. Um, I have two siblings, parents, little dog, Um, and then I went to school in New York City, which is how we met eventually. Um, Where'd you go to school? I went to Fordham University.
0: Okay. And so how did you end up getting introduced to the Nasty team? Before you answer that, just so everyone knows, so everyone has a picture in their mind of what's going on in Jambox Entertainment Studios. Alana, very good looking young lady. I say that <laughs> platonically, professionally. Uh, I swear to God, I, I'm raising daughters, so don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> very long brown hair, bright blue eyes. Tell them what you're wearing today.
1: I got a black shirt on short sleeves and like satin orange shorts some white sneakers
0: all right she's got cool kicks on speaking of sneakers so do i i'm wearing a pair of nike air jordans right now they're black and yellow i just copped them i think they're pretty dope lee's got a pair of very cool camo adidas kicks because he's just fucking lee you know he's the og of all ogs so you're from connecticut Mm -hmm. uh how did you end up getting associated with the nasty team
1: So I had always had like internships throughout school. I liked to just be involved and stay open to things. I worked at like a radio station, PR firm, entrepreneurship club, and I always really liked real estate. When I was younger, it took my parents like three years to move into the house that we moved into. And every weekend for three years, we were going around looking at houses and I really liked it as a little girl. I just always liked real estate. I always like looking at listings, so I figured next internship, might as well be in real estate if that's what I like. So ForDome has this great um, website to look for jobs, really great um, career services. So I went and I just looked for real estate jobs and nasty team came up.
0: That's crazy yeah. because Lee, I didn't even uh, put that posting up. I had a member of my team at the time and I said to this person, I'm like, hey, you know, we can really use uh, some good interns right now. And uh, this is the avenue that person chose to take. So you responded to an ad that was at your school. calling
1: for an intern, yeah, from my school's career services website. I mean, all my friends were gonna be in the city in the summer and I wanted to be with them and I wanted to figure out more about real estate. And here we
0: are now. I know, and I remember <laughs> originally when you joined the team. Yeah. I wasn't even in town at no, that time. No, you weren't. It was like two years ago. Yeah. And uh, I'm in Colombia, in Cartagena, on a fucking boat. Yep. And I don't know, some business call came in, and she was on speaker, <laughs> and the person that was on my team said, "Oh, by the way, we have a new intern. Her name's Alana, and she's here." I'm like, "What's up, Alana?" She's like, "Hi." <laughs> never never too many words come out of her mouth, which is hilarious. And we'll talk about, like, she has a lot of really amazing... Um things about her that make her special and I think that are ultimately going to make her much more successful than me and much more successful than a lot of people um so you came in as an intern like what were your thoughts in the beginning like what what kind of expectations did you have like did you expect anything like when you first came in I think is is when I had like seven people which we're down to three now right so it was me you and then Five other people, basically. we had our
1: own office space. I was getting my license at the same time when I started, because I remember my roommate actually, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to intern in and possibly get into and work, my roommate said, oh, you know, you can get your license when you're 18 and just start. And I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. And then... When I went to interview with you, um, your teammate said, "Really, to do any th- like productive work, you need to have your license legally mm-hmm. for the jobs we have to do." So I said, "I promise, I promise, I get, it, I'll get it." So I was getting my license at the same time that I started. So I was learning a lot just about the basics, um, and then I got it midway through the summer, and I just we started going to like showings, photo shoots. I remember like my the first photo shoot I did was uh, down in. The Greenwich Village, Um, and that was just really cool. I was just learning so much about the basics of how you put listings up, show to people, um, build relationships with clients, sending out marketing. So I really, I didn't have any expectations because I started without my license. Yeah, but but I want people
0: to also know, like on the same note, like when you came into the game. You know, you came in hungry also. You're, yes. you're a very hungry, ambitious person. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think people that are listening to this understand. I think you should talk to them a little bit okay. about, before we, like, dive into that, like, mm-hmm. how demanding your college schedule was. Because yes. you're, you've also, last year, mm-hmm. or this past year, was it? Yeah. You graduated... Fordham with honors right yes what's I it did. called you're all fancy what's the name uh, of it? magna cum laude yeah okay yes. so you did that which yes. is amazing which is a huge accomplishment yes last okay? year was crazy I didn't graduate college so like <laughs> I really you know admire that about you and you were working with me full-time throughout yes. that process so yeah I want people to understand like your fucking road wasn't easy like you no. really like rolled up your sleeves to you know make this happen for yourself Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did. So after that summer, I loved everything that we were doing and I had my license. And once I got that, we really just like went ahead full steam. And then when September came around, I was a full time student at the same time. So that that was definitely really crazy. My days were waking up, going to class, uh, going to a showing, coming back, going to class again, uh, doing my homework, figuring out all the showings and then, you know, studying going out at the end of the day and doing it all again.
0: <laughs> and by the way, you're also like <laughs> responding to client emails before I could even get to them, yeah. like throughout the course of your day, like while you're in class, in between yeah. classes, I'd be in and, class on my email. And I mean, I just, I really love that about her, you know, Lee, and I just thought that was so cool because, you know... When I was building my team, I, I made a really big mistake because there was a point where I was living in South Florida and I had been teaching and selling a real estate education and what I did was I had built communities of investors in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm and then that led me to doing it nationally and speaking nationally. So what I did was I took that template and I said I'm gonna do this with real estate brokerage and I made a big mistake because it just didn't work. And I think one of the biggest things that I learned and what I put out there today is I always tell people that want to join my team, and I swear to God, I must get fucking emails and DMs every single day if people are like, hey, I'd really like to join your team. What they don't understand is I'm not here to give them business. I'm here to help them build their business. I'm here to help them build their brand while they work alongside, you know, like the nasty team group, right? So... I think one of the things that you really understood Alana quickly and that you wanted for yourself Mm -hmm. is that you wanted to build your own business also. You also wanted to build your brand. You also wanted to, you know, get out and have your own experiences. And I, and I love that about you, you know, I really genuinely love that about you. And I think, you know, one of the things that got lost in translation with some of the other members was that they didn't have the attitude that you have. And one of the things that bothered me the most about myself is that I still continue to give these people business because I felt like it was a way to motivate them inspire them to maybe like make a little bit of money to give them a little bit of a push and the only thing I did doing that was I was hurting myself because I have my own family to take care of I have my own kids to take care of and my father always told me you can't light a candle in someone else's house until you have a candle lit in your house first and so I'm all about giving and serving and, and helping but I have to learn to do that more so for the people who have earned it the people who deserve it and and the people that i respect and so you're definitely one of those people and i'm going to go over like what i look for in a person and i'm going to go over also the i think some of the qualities that you bought to the table that i wasn't looking for that now like moving forward i would definitely look for in a new person to join my team because of like things that you bought to the table you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah so what kind of like expectations do you have? I think one of the things. How old are you? Tell everyone how old you are. I'm
1: 22 years old.
0: All right, so you're 22 years old. Let me tell you something. I get this question all the time. Again, I I, I speak to everyone who DMs me, and people always ask me, Hey, I'm new to the business. Hey, I'm 21. I'm 22. I'm 23. I'm 30. I'm new to the business. You're like, what are the best pieces of advice, you know, you can give me, you know, joining this business, for instance, you know, and and it, it's really just such a long answer for me. I don't I don't really think it's like a short answer, but but I think one of the biggest things when you're getting into business for yourself, especially coming out of college, is you haven't experienced that nine to five gig yet. You haven't experienced that job, that J-O-B, that just over broke, that getting up every morning, grinding, getting to a job that you dislike, having that fear of losing your job, not knowing if you're going to get your 401k, having that structure of being somewhere at a certain time and going home at a certain time, and also having that guaranteed paycheck and that guaranteed health insurance. So You're skipping all of that a lot. Yes,
1: yes I am. Okay,
0: so my biggest concern for you, and I spoke to you about it, and I frequently talk to you about it, is can you handle coming in here, acting as an entrepreneur, Creating your own schedule, keeping yourself motivated and inspired, and the worst part and the hardest part is keeping yourself with a positive mental attitude when you feel like you've done everything you can to generate business, and yet there's just no more you feel like you can do. How do you keep going?
1: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, as I said, my schedule was so crazy a year ago, and I went from having something at every hour of the day, more than one thing to do, to graduating and having to... Put together my own schedule and figure out for myself and then actually produce something out of that so i could be doing marketing figuring out a marketing plan all day or getting owner sheets but is that actually going to be productive for my day so i think there's two parts of that where not only do you have to figure out what you're going to be doing every day but then it actually has to mean something at the end of the day at the end of the month at the end of the quarter which I'm still working on figuring that out right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I see my friends wake up same time every day, go to the same place, take the same train, do the same thing, see the same people. And that is not my day at all. I'm somewhere different every single day. Like my parents, my boyfriend, they all ask me, what are your plans this week? And I just don't know. But I don't mind that at all. I mean, we were talking yesterday that we get to be out and about, see all these different people, go to these different neighborhoods, and just see new things every day which I love so I wouldn't I mean, trade it
0: yeah I mean let's talk about the last three days for example yeah. okay so yesterday what did we do you set up a beautiful morning for us because we decided we were gonna make non-negotiable time and yeah. we we're gonna make sure that we were gonna tour new developments every week. Right. Yes. So yesterday what Alana did was she scheduled a new uh, new development tour for us at uh, 111 uh, Leroy, yep. which we have clients for right now, which is quite interesting. It was a beautiful development. And then we Gorgeous. went to 25 Row, which is the fastest selling new development downtown right yeah. now. Uh, and so we got a tour of that building also, which is absolutely incredible. Now, the day before that, we ended up at one of our clients. Her name is Manya, who's this incredible Persian uh, queen who is one of the most sought-after jewelry designers in the world. She has this beautiful uh, one-bedroom condo in Soho. She wanted to sell. Uh, we recommended that she didn't because we didn't feel like it was a good time. And so we encouraged her to rent the apartment. So we met with the famous Rich Kaplan, uh, photographer. He took care of all the photography yesterday. We're going to be putting that on the market we're gonna probably get her around six, six thousand five hundred a month furnished for the apartment where not only is she gonna cover expenses, but she's gonna have a little bit of positive cash flow. Now, we're not looking out for ourselves. We're obviously gonna be making less money in that transaction and from then, you know, selling it. But we built a relationship. She's interested in buying, I think she has about a one and a half million dollar budget in Brooklyn. Yep. So the day before that, we spent our day in Cobble Hill and Carroll Gardens and you know, identifying really beautiful properties. Now that's just the last couple of days of glimpse of it. And so I understand what you're saying. Like You're not getting up every day doing the same thing. I think the tough right. part when it's your age is is when you come home, you have these roommates, right? They're coming home with paychecks and some of them yeah. might be making ninety hundred, dollars even yeah, up to yeah. $250,000 a year. And right now you may not be making that. But mm-hmm. what I can guarantee you, mark my words, if you're working hard and you're fucking putting everything you have into everything you're doing and you genuinely love what you're doing, you're going to be making double what they're making. Maybe not in the first year maybe not in the second year maybe in the second year Mm -hmm. it's possible but even if it's on the second year and it's in the third year you're going to be fucking taking home a lot more money not that it matters to you i know that's not your end goal you want to feel happy positive good about yourself and your life Mm -hmm. but you're going to be killing these motherfuckers
1: yeah yeah and that's what i think also drives me because i'm like okay this is where they are and that's just the base for me and then i want to do more than that so that my peers also drive me to do Good business and just keep going
0: but I think that's what I'm so impressed by is your maturity of knowing that understanding that and really believing I think in me and in you Mm -hmm. when I tell you that this is what's gonna happen for you I love how resilient you are you know we had this co-op deal one of my friends is a one bedroom uh, it's a very small deal. They're asking about 490000 We got mm-hmm. the seller to agree to 405000 So we got about, what, $85,000 yeah. off the asking price. Mm-hmm. The friend was happy. But here we go, we're dealing with a co-op. And so when you're dealing with a co-op and you go through the board, applica- the, uh, board package, they need 11 fucking copies, who the fuck knows why. And <laughs> they can deny you for any fucking reason, which is why I don't like to deal with co-ops personally. And I don't like that you don't get a lot of value when it comes to co-ops when you want to resell them. So what happened was we waited almost two fucking months for an answer from this board. And we just found out, what, three days ago that they decided to deny him. They don't give us a reason why. It could be for racist reasons for all we care. It's not uh, because he's white. But, (laughs) you know, for instance, it could be, you know, they they could honestly do that. They could be like, we don't want this person because they have one leg. And we, we just think it makes us feel uncomfortable to see this person in the elevator every day. You just don't fucking know. You know, so, you know, I feel, you know, I take that personal. I feel like I let my friend down um, and, uh, you know, you were expecting to get paid on this deal, Alana. Mm -hmm. I was expecting to get paid. We put a lot of time. We put a lot of effort. And guess what? We don't get paid. Right. Right. And it just happens, right? It does. So how do you personally bounce back from something like that? Because most people that get into this business, mm-hmm. this is why they give up. This is why they're like, you know what? I put in time. I put in yeah. effort. The deal didn't go through. This isn't the business for me. This is fucked up. I need a paycheck. I can't live like this anymore. Fuck this. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is why people quit real estate. Oh, yeah. How come I can look at you right now, still see a fucking smile on your face from L.A. to New York, <laughs> see the focus in your eyes? and you can just be like, you know what? This shit happens. I'm ready to move on to the next. What do you have inside you that you could tell all the 21, 22, 23-year-olds that are part of your generation where you get that fucking hunger and that drive from that you can just fucking take it in the chin, say ouch, and move on?
1: I mean, this is what I want to do. So, plain and simple, I have to. Like, what's complaining going to get me? Nothing, right? Like, I just have to. That was my... Standpoint, last year when I had all this work to do at school all this work to do for real estate like it just has to get done it has to and it's going to I know it's going to at some point whatever I do whatever hours I don't sleep or I do sleep or things that I sacrifice in my life like it just has to get done so it will
0: you are my favorite team member by far Thank by you. a mile I don't give a shit who knows <laughs> it because I don't know anyone that works harder than you I don't know anyone that cares more than you I love your poker face. I never, ever know what you're thinking. This might be the longest, deepest conversation you and I have had together. Yeah, probably. Just FYI. Probably. I think the first whole year I knew her, I, I didn't hear her say more than one to three words at a time because she's always like, okay, yes, sure, great. No, let's do it. You know, like I never know what she's thinking. It's just always positive. And I think one of the things I also love about you is that I never had to babysit you. I never had mm-hmm. to worry, like, am I spending enough time with you? Am I training you enough? Am I giving you enough? Right. Um, um, am I am I mistreating you? Should I be talking to you differently? Like mm-hmm. you've never ever made me question like anything. Like you've always made me feel like I'm comfortable we're on the same page. We want the same things. We have the same goals. We're yeah. going to go out. We're going to get it. I want everyone here to understand she's 22, right? Yep. 22 years old. She's been with me just about two years. Um, I think so far together we've represented, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 million in volume together. Yeah, a whole I mean, lot. that's a fucking crazy yeah, number, right? it is. So right now, I'm going to tell you off the top of my head. This is just what I have with you is we have a uh, 900 thousand dollar plus one bedroom on the market. Yep. Next week we're listing a five point three million dollar property at the Beresford. Yeah, it's it's one of the most prestigious buildings in Central Park West. Yeah. We have a pitch which I believe we're going to get on the upper west side, Upper East Side, for another five bedroom which is going to be asking six and a half million. We already just Got another listing, and this is not a big one, but it's like five, six hundred thousand studio on the Upper West Side. Yeah, really cool. We just got this six thousand dollar rental. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about buyers. We have uh, our Persian Queen at a million and a half. Yeah. We have uh, we have our other Susanna, who, and I'm not going to mention any last names, that's another two million dollar budget. We have Tahir, another half a million dollar budget. We have Aaron and Nick, that's another six million dollar budget. And I think we have. More than that, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, we have stuff going on. Right. There's
0: a lot, yeah. So I just want kids and people that are your age to understand this is a kid, 22 years old, (laughs) works her fucking ass off, pays her own rent. Yep. Okay? Can get help if she wanted to, but doesn't, which is what I love even more about her. Okay, I have so much respect for you for like just being like that. Thank you. And we have about, we have millions of dollars of of opportunity in volume in front of us, which is gonna turn into hundreds of thousands in commission.
1: Yeah, well I think two things. I'm competitive with myself. Like I want to prove to myself, even like beyond you and the rest of our team, like that I can actually do this.
0: You don't have anything to prove to me not to cut you off. You've already proven yourself to me. Thank you. And I'll never ever Ever expect more of you
1: yeah well also the second part is that like I really appreciate your mentorship like we can have fun we can joke we can like you just it's so easy to learn at the same time like I'm learned so much and then it's also fun to go out and see these developments and I
0: also think you keep yourself open to that like I don't feel like I could say First of all, thank you so much. I'm really grateful. And that's the experience that I want you to have with me. Like, Mm -hmm. I always want you to walk away from me feeling happy, feeling energetic, feeling like you learned something, feeling like I'm a crazy motherfucker, (laughs) feeling like that dude's, like, super authentic. He might be, like, rough around the edges and not, like, really articulate with his words. But, like, I feel like you've gone out with me with clients. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I feel like you can see, and you tell me if I'm wrong or you tell me if there's something you want to add. But I think you could see that my clients, when I'm out, our clients Love me.
1: Yeah, they do. No, and I think I've learned so much from watching you just interact with people, for myself even, and how I interact with people now. Like, you just have to be real, and you have to tell people straightforward what's going on, what you're thinking, and they appreciate it so much more. They really react to it. Like,
0: you believe that I have no filter, right?
1: Yeah, and I don't think that's a problem at all.
0: Like, have you, like, you see that I treat someone who's got a $5.3 million property at the Beresford, and you know what kind of, like, client you're dealing with there versus I'm talking to someone that has uh, under a million dollar property, let's say, in the East Village. Do you think my behavior is any different when I speak to either no, of them? No, not at all. Do you think I give a shit whether my behavior is appropriate for either No, or? you
1: don't, and I think that's such a strength. Like, I've learned also so much from that, that you just, you are who you are. Because then you give yourself so much more respect when you just are yourself and you're not gonna let people choose how you behave
0: yeah you know one of the members that we had i think one of the biggest issues i had with this person uh that recently we let go was the person just there was no authenticity with that person you know deeply insecure um needed a lot of validation needed a lot of attention um you know i had another team member that i really liked in the beginning but i also felt like was opportunistic And I just wish that, you know, they shared your mentality. Like, I've gone through seven people, I think, to find you. And I really feel like you're the diamond. And I really feel like I can build a business with you. And I feel like I can also build a business around you. And I think ultimately my goal with you is for us to continue to work together, for us to continue to learn from one another. Because I learn from you just as much as you learn from me, whether you think so or not. Mm -hmm. And I think also i'd like to see eventually for us to maybe first of all we're just going to hire people as we need them we're not going to make that mistake again i'm not going to make that mistake again and that i think when we do find someone they have to have like your qualities they have to be self-sufficient they have to be intelligent they have to be open um they have to be willing to learn they have to know that they don't know what they don't know they have to be coachable they have to be teachable they have to be resilient um these are all qualities that she has, you know, um, responsive, accountable, credible, uh, she cares. This is a service-driven business. Just like if you're in a restaurant, yeah. or you're working in a hotel, or any kind of hospitality concierge business, this is what the real estate business is. We wanna give people the best service, and we wanna reward them for choosing us. Yeah. And I think that's what our clients understand that they get from us.
1: Yeah. It's funny that you say hospitality because when I was 15 years old to, like, 20 years old, like, high school job, I waitressed. And it's the same basic principles of just dealing with people and seeing how they respond to you. Like, you just need to make a relationship with people. And service is so important. And I think so many skills that I even use in real estate now came from just waitressing. You got to get your hands dirty. You have to just talk to people. Um, Really just... Care about people and what they're doing
0: you know what impressed me about you one of the first times um you know when we first moved over to brown harris stevens um i think there was still four four of us on the team at that point yeah. and they were having that special like christmas party yeah where was that located at on oh, 59th street or i can't 60th remember street? but
1: it was beautiful yeah
0: yeah so we went there it was the first time we we're really getting to like rub shoulders with all yeah. the brokers and all the important people that are under this Brown-Harris-Stevens umbrella. And when I tell you important people, I'm talking at the time, like, you're talking about the Lisa Lippmans of the world, who's a very big broker, one of the reasons why I came over to Brown-Harris-Stevens. Yeah. You're talking about Mike Lubin, you're talking about uh, John Berger, who I haven't had the opportunity to meet, but all these, like, really big brokers. And then you have the CEO, Bess Friedman, who's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. We got to interview, and Hall Wilkie, president of the company, who, mm-hmm. amazing, a big part yeah. of the reason why I came to Brown-Harris-Stevens. And the thing that I was impressed by you the most was, first of all, you showed up. Yeah. <laughs> I showed up, right? Yes, I did. Our other two members didn't show up. Yeah. And I'll never force anyone to do anything, nor can I, legally, because we're all independent contractors. But you showed up. You made yourself available to meet everyone in the room yeah you really worked the room naturally and organically oh. at one point we were doing it together and then yeah. another point like we broke off and you yeah. were doing your own thing i did not have to worry about you i did not have to like wonder where you were i just knew that you were doing exactly what i was doing and then we were going to circle back and we were going to have that full circle and meet in the middle at that point that point that night i knew that you were 150 percent no question who I wanted on my team and who I wanted to, like, build the team with that night.
1: Yeah, that's so funny. I was in the middle of, like, final season. It was December. And I just, you have to go to those things. You have to. You have to meet people. Like, every event now, even if it's just with friends or family, I think of it as an opportunity. And obviously, that was a huge opportunity because it was a whole whole company. Um, But, yeah.
0: I mean, that was, like, Palm Beach. That was New York. Yeah, Hamptons, everybody. It was everyone. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Like, if you have any advice for, like, kids that are your age or any kind of, like, nuggets of golden information you can give them for getting into, like, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and, um you know, getting into real estate, Like, what advice would you give these people? They're always asking me. I'd rather them hear from uh-huh. you because you're doing a phenomenal job. you got volume under your belt right now. We're yeah. going to be doing some major fucking things together. I'm so yes. fucking excited about your future, my future, our future now. together and yeah. what we're going to be building here. But like, what advice can you give to those people? Because I feel like you have every right to give advice mm-hmm. right now to those people.
1: I would say just talk to as many people as you can. Um, you never know what you're gonna hear from somebody when you just talk to them and maybe it doesn't work out or maybe they give you some amazing piece of information that's gonna help you get to that next step or you didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I actually worked at an op- entrepreneurship club when I was at school just to do the marketing because I was marketing was my major and so I wanted to get more marketing experience. And I ended up getting really into entrepreneurship which thank God I did because this business really is your own business like yes we work at brown hair stevens it's a company but you are your own business independent contractor you have to build yourself as if you're building a startup like we are our own startups basically so I was so happy I had that experience and then from there I remember my boss there was like oh I know this person at Corcoran you could work for their team I had a call with her um didn't really end up going anywhere but you just never know what you're going to learn who you're going to meet so just Do things, meet people, and you just never know what's going to happen.
0: How are you so confident in your patience with your business? Where does that confidence come from?
1: It's funny you say that because I I don't think I'm that confident. Um, Like at the end of the day, I still get worried. But as I said, like you just have to, I think it's more hope than confidence Mm -hmm. and excitement Mm -hmm. of when it will actually happen Mm -hmm. and really get big. It's excitement for that time.
0: That's crazy, Lee. What were we talking about before that I wanted to mention? Do you remember when we were sitting here together? That oh, you know, Lee was talking earlier about like getting these great interns that come over here to Jambox Entertainment Studios, and he gets them for the summer. They might come from Kansas, from here or there, and sometimes he really gets lucky and he finds these amazing people that, you know, unfortunately their interns are off. They got to go back, and you can't, you know, bring them back. But some of them just have that you know that special ingredient within them that like allows them to be successful that allows them to make decisions on their own and really take the bull by the horn without having to be told and I was telling Lee you were exactly Mm -hmm. like that kind of a person and we were talking about also and you know you'll find this relevant but like you know I was telling him I'm like look Lee like I meet people all the time and I'm like we're sitting here I'm looking at everything you have here all these I mean what do we call all this here I, I don't know. Bells and whistles. Yeah, I And mean, he's got all the bells and whistles of a studio. And I said, Lee, you could sit down here and you can teach anyone here how to use all the bells and whistles in your studio. And I said, but Lee, you can't teach someone how to get out there and generate business and bring people in here so they can have a studio that's going to work for them. Yeah. And it's the same thing with real estate and it's the same thing with anything else. Like, I can give and you can give anyone all the systems and tools to be successful, but you really, at the end of the day, you can't teach someone how to be hungry, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't. And, uh... And that's it, you know? Like I find myself more recently also, I don't know about social media, I'm like mm-hmm. getting sick of everything. I feel like every fucking person I meet today is a fucking motivational speaker yeah. or <laughs> you know, posting like positive shit when their life fucking sucks. Yeah. It's actually like turned me off to the experience of social media lately and I've been like taking a break from it a little, like a little more than I normally have just because like I need to like come out and take a deep breath and like deal with like realness because there's so much fake shit out there and I'm just like so sick of it. How do you use social media like with With regards to like marketing and generating business for yourself
1: um well i'm working on that and we've talked about that how i need to get myself on there more and just show people (laughs) i know i don't like that (laughs) you should
0: tell them how i bust your balls because she's got two instagram she has a professional instagram and then she's got a personal i
1: have my personal one i I told her to
0: trash the professional and just fucking fuck with the pro the personal she won't do it i'll put
1: some personal i'll put some work stuff on my personal Um, alana
0: you've been saying that shit for a solid year that's definitely not going down
1: Uh, I do sometimes, I do sometimes, it's, I keep it vague, I keep it like super vague on there. Um, I don't know, I just, like I said, like we're startups, like I want to build a brand as a business. Yeah. And sometimes like I'll put going out or like spring break on my personal one, I don't know, but then again, like that's what I'm doing, that's who I am, and if you don't like that, then don't work with me, so.
0: Is there anything you want to ask me? Or is there anything you feel like I can do better for you to help you build your business? Or is there anything on your mind? And please don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to say no. I knew she was no. Gonna I was going to no. say
1: there's no... I, don't, I can't think of anything you could do better. There's nothing I, like, wish you could do. I mean, just every time... I feel like every time I see you, I learn something new.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Um, I think the most thing for me is, like, I want you... Um... I totally want you by my side as much as possible, especially when I'm sitting with clients and I'm meeting new people showing, like I love like any chance we get where we can just do everything together to do it together Mm -hmm. because that's how I'm going to learn from you. That's how you're going to learn from me. And that's also like, there might be some things that I say from my perspective that I totally don't see from your perspective. And then you give your perspective. And then all of a sudden we have this like big, beautiful fucking idea together. And then all of a sudden the person that we're talking to is like, I want to buy it because of your fucking beautiful collaboration and what you guys, you know, made us as, see as a as a unit like mm-hmm. I love that yeah like that's yeah. the shit that gets me fucking wild and like excited and crazy you know yeah so you know I end all my podcasts with a final question And so I want you to think of yourself on your deathbed. Okay. You got your husband there. Uh You got your kids there. Yeah. You got your grandkids there. Okay. And you're about to fucking die. You're in hospice, but Mm -hmm. you're in good fucking spirits because you lived a good, full, amazing life, just blessed. And you have all these people around you that love you. You have nothing to fear about going to the other side. Uh If there's any advice you can give to your family and to your kids, and about life at this point of being 22 years old and giving what you've given to it. And I have news for you. I lost my best friend at 23 in the World Trade Center. That guy, even to this day, I'm 41 years old. There's so many things he said when we were kids that I think about now that I was Uh like, holy shit, this guy was so fucking smart and... uh, and just so mature for his age that are, that, are, that are part of my life today that I take the advice. Mm-hmm. So what would you tell your family under that circumstance with regards to any pieces of really good quality advice you can give them?
1: Um, I think I would just say don't hesitate to do things. Just go ahead and do it. Um, I find myself hesitating all the time and I'm just like, oh, I wish I should do, could do that or should have just done that. And so I think I'm working on that, and I find that when I actually just do it, I'm so much happier. So if I was in that position, I would hope I didn't hesitate.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that? There you have it. Don't fucking hesitate. (laughs) You know, uh, thank you so much for making time and being here. I know it's a Saturday. Um, I think you know, our listeners here should really just think about the story. We're talking about a girl that came from Connecticut, nice, beautiful nuclear family, little (laughs) dog, you know, worked her face off, went to a good college, you know, found an internship with us, went to school full-time, graduated with honors, Realized that she really loved real estate as a kid when her parents were looking for properties Decided to listen to her inner voice and go for it She's been with me for two years now. She is 22 years old again She's done probably 10 15 million volume with me and we have hell of a lot more in the pipe right now that we're gonna work on together and uh, She's exactly what I'm looking for in a team member and if I was to ever find another team member uh, To add to the nasty team. Those are the fucking qualities. I expect you to have not that I want you to have it's I would expect you to have so without Anything more to say? I just want to say my name is Danny Nassi. I'm New York's top real estate, relentless broker fighting to get you the best deals in New York City. And if you guys like this podcast, do me a favor. Give us five stars. Leave a nice comment. Share it with your friends that might need to hear this. I've only created this experience for you only because I wanted you to have a real space where you could hear real people with real stories and how they created their success. Not try to sell you some bullshit program i'm not trying to be a motivational speaker i'm not trying to send you to back room to swipe your credit card to give you some information so i can only upsell you to give you the rest this is a real place with real people and we do it for free and i want to thank my main man Lee at Jambox Entertainment Studio. There's no other place I would call home. There's no other place I would ever want to record the Danny Nasty podcast because Lee is my family and I promise you, if you come over here to 352 7th Avenue Suite 203, Lee's going to make you feel like family before you even fucking meet him because that's who he is. He's been here over 20 years because wow. he's a giver. He's a server and he loves people and he's got the best energy. He's got the deepest voice and he's 100 <laughs> times better looking than Billy Dee Williams in his heyday. And uh, I'm just going to throw it out there like that. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys on the next episode.